Hey, Nathan. Hey, Duncan. How you doing? I'm pretty tired, man. Me too. Me too. This is uh, this is an early episode we're doing. Early emergency pod episode of the bounce back for y'all. Yep. And honestly, not under the best circumstances. Actually, under pretty shitty circumstances. Yeah. Yeah, pretty absolutely in incredibly shitty circumstances. Uh, and uh, just to kind of get through this, you know, Duncan and I wanted to make a statement on what's been going on. Well, what's been going on for <laughs> hundreds of years, but especially what's incredibly relevant this past week uh and what's been happening in the last couple months with the murders of Ahmaud Arbery, Rihanna Taylor, and now George Floyd. Can you say those names again? Yeah, Ahmaud Arbery, Rihanna Taylor, and George Floyd. I think, well, first, I think it's important just to give a moment to let those names sink in. Those names are three of many, um, and also I think it's important to note just how the backdrop backdrop of this all within the context of COVID and how COVID has disproportionately affected Black communities. And none of these killings are new. This has been happening for centuries, as you said. Um, but the context has given extra weight, I think, right now. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was talking about this with you earlier, and I shared this video with you uh, from, uh, from Trevor Noah. Uh, of the of the Daily Show, and it was something that really I think put into context, like put very well and succinctly into context, like what's like at stake here and what's going on, and I, th- you know, I would direct people to just like hear what he said because it was. Just very well put, but the part that kind of stuck with me the most is like in America and really in most societies, we, you know, are a part of a social contract, which isn't like a physical contract we all write, you know, down. It's, it's more of this like understanding that we have with one another 
that, you know, this is just not the way how, you know, things are going to go in society, right? Mm-hmm. And I think one of the kind of, like, difficult things about living in America is coming to the realization that not everybody benefits equally from that social contract. And in fact, many people don't benefit at all. Yeah. And in many ways, it just doesn't apply to many people. And this is especially true of the black community historically and presently to this day. And so when you see those like demonstrations uh, in various cities around the country, you know, in protest of the injustice of these, like, murders, I think it's, like, a really important thing to keep in mind that there is this, like, breakdown, this injustice, this, like, this, quite frankly, you know, this inequality that, you know, permeates within American society. And if you're, you know, a white person... Or even a person of color who is, you know, not black. Like, you need to really, like, shift your perspective and try your best to imagine what it would be like to not benefit from the current social contract. Right? Exactly. Um, And I think that's, like, that's hard for people to understand. That's, like, really, really hard for people to understand. I don't think people might even get it on the first reading. Uh, but it but it is important because, you know, life just doesn't happen in a vacuum. You know? There's a context and a history for everything, and that's, like, important to understand. And that's why I'm really, like, proud to say that we, you know, stand in full support of the protests. Black Lives Matter. And Black Lives Matter, yeah. And I think another important context to remember right now, and this is something I just watched on Democracy Now! from yesterday, um, but like our president tweeted after the videos of the target, target lootings in Minneapolis, if you loot, we shoot. And Twitter... Mark that as, I forget the specific term, but marked it as a, like a, a violent impetus for violence. Provocation. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that happening directly after Trump signed an executive order curtailing social media censorship. Um, and so we have a president saying if you're participating in these protests, I'm saying it's okay to shoot you. And really making it so there's no repercussions for him saying that. Yeah. That's a rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get that this morning, but... 
but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I think the situation is exacerbated by the fact that we have, you know, unfortunately, but, you know, we have this guy who is the president of the United States who, uh, it seems like just wants to fan the fires of, like, this tension and wants to just make things worse than is really shown no intent or, you know, not like truly no intent to try to make things better in any way or to try to calm down the situation or really in anything. Truly an abdication of leadership uh, that we have uh, consistently seen from Donald Trump. So, uh, sadly, it's not surprising, it's not, but it's, not surprising. it's an important context. As we say, very on brand. Very much so. Um, yeah, and I think, I don't know, we joke around on this podcast a lot, and we talk about basketball generally, but this is bigger than anything else going on. Yeah, it really is. Something, um, something that struck me from reading the news in the last couple of days as, you know, you begin to learn more about the the victims of these murders is, uh, you know, I think it's something that's not really talked about too much is their humanity, their lives, you know, who they were, what they did, you know, and, and I don't know, I think that's, that's really sad, you know, that we don't really do that and like Ahmad Arbery was, you know, a beloved son, as was Breonna Taylor. She was the beloved daughter. She was an EMT, you know, first responder. Mm-hmm. And, With and the hopes of being Floyd, a nurse, she was on the path. Mm-hmm. She was on the path to becoming a nurse. And George Floyd, you know, was. Was from Houston, and I didn't know this until this week. But was best friends with basketball, like with a former basketball player Stephen Jackson, and he made some remarks this week that were uh, incredibly sad. He being Stephen Jackson. Yeah, he being Stephen Jackson. Just incredibly sad uh, to see somebody talk about the lost friend, close friend. Really, really moved me because uh, I don't know. Uh. Yeah, man. And like ultimately, firing these police officers doesn't solve any problems. No. And, I mean, the mayor of Minneapolis is coming out saying, like, we want to press charges, but we need to wait till we have a case. But it's not enough, man. And, I don't know, I know the Black Lives Matter movement is calling to abolish police in support of communities upholding the laws themselves. But how it's happening now isn't helping anyone. 
And if you see these videos and in any way, shape, or form can say that the police were in distress in any of these videos, then you're just not seeing reality. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just not much to say to that. Yeah. And, you know, like, if you are someone who is, you know, thinking about attending one of these protests, uh, you know, obviously, like, our hearts are with you and, and, and just, you know, keep in mind, try to do your best to, you know, as best as you can, stay safe and, and cover your mouths and, and be mindful of the people around you and, and try to go to protests that are, uh, that are organized by Black Lives Matter or, you know, some other reputable organization in your community. Don't just go willy nilly to anything because, uh, some protests are actually organized by cops as a means to, you know, get people. <laughs> So you got to be really careful with that. And that's uh, what's televised. Really look for those, those protests that are, that are organized. Because they're going to have the resources there to, to actually, you know, you know, put you in a position to, to demonstrate and stuff. So, so it's just something to keep in mind if you're thinking of going out there. And, and again, I totally support and, and understand the, uh, the motivation behind it. To go over here, and I don't know, I think it would be remiss in also not saying, like just yesterday, huge protests outside Barclays Center. There's videos emerging of police like shoving people to the ground, and I believe they maced people. A police van was set on fire in Fort Greene, which is right next to... Um, Barclays Center, and I mean, Brooklyn's just one place these protests are happening all over the country, and there's so many ways you can get involved. Yeah, yeah, there's, um, you know, if you're somebody who is, you know, really vulnerable to the the COVID virus, and you don't want to, like, understandably, you don't want to be, you know, in the middle of a, a crowd of large people. And you have, you know, a few dollars to spare, like, the Minnesota Freedom Fund is a great resource to, you know, donate to. They're doing a lot of good work in terms of, I think, funding, like, bails uh, for protesters who get caught and, and other important work in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, and you can just Google this, uh, sorry, I don't have any specific link, but the George Floyd Memorial Fund uh, is also, like, a good resource. Proceeds will go directly to his family and and to the to the George Floyd estate, uh, and these are also good good things to you know that to, is to show some, that's another way to show support. That is a GoFundMe which we will share the link to. It's the official George Fund George Floyd Memorial Fund. Um, so again, we'll post a link to that when we post this episode. As well as a link to the Trevor Noah video that we have been referencing. So I think with that being said, Monero, do you have any last thoughts? Uh, you know, one thing off 
I'd say is uh, the the most significant class I ever took in college. And Duncan and I went to the same college. <laughs> um, that's why we're friends. Uh, <laughs> friends. Friends. Uh, is uh, is this class called Riots and Rebellions? And that was a it was a history class and uh, African American history and and like African studies class uh, and and a religion uh, and a religion class and it was an amazing like class because it talked about the history of you know revolts riots uprisings rebellions there are many ways to call these events these protests these demonstrations and it was one of the most transformative classes i ever took in college because it kind of taught me that these these kinds of demonstrations these rebellions they're not you know they're not a a unique phenomenon right they just don't spring out of anywhere there's a there's a historical context and a reason behind this and if you only pay attention to the surface level things you may react with a gut or the level uh instinct saying oh like these looters these causing all this chaos this anarchy all these things that maybe you were taught you know as a kid to say i don't support property damage i don't support all these types of things but it's deeper than that and i would encourage you you know i really would encourage you to do the research and and to and to learn about different you know uprisings in the history of the united states you know this isn't just something that happens just randomly these are things that have happened this, this happened in ferguson this happened in Los Angeles, Baltimore. in Baltimore. This happened in Miami, which is where the quote uh, that Donald Trump used uh, actually comes from a police chief, the head of the police chief in Miami days uh, in a 1960-something, uh, in a 1960-something uprising in the city of Miami. Um, this happened in a bunch of places. This happened... This has happened in a lot of places. So, like, I think it's really important that, you know, you, as much as you can, if you have the time, look up these, like, look up the history of these events and engulf yourself in this history and become a little bit more, you know, aware of that context before you judge anything. Uh, because if like this event and and 2020 has like shown anything to us is that we have a lot more to learn. Yeah, and I think it's important to also bring back the point which you just touched on of if you're criticizing these protests, how then do you want people to protest? Because people have marched, people have knelt, people have died and people have gone to jail I mean you could the list goes on but in every case people are told that they're not protesting in the right way now people are protesting how they need to and again they're being told that yeah and more often than not being told by people who uh 
aren't really affected or aren't don't see the immediate consequences of these murders, which is a great illusion because we're all in the end affected by this. I totally agree. So I think that's a good place as any to end a conversation that literally should never be ended. Um, I know NATO and I will keep talking about this. We encourage everyone to keep talking about this because no one should stop talking about this. Agreed. I'll talk to you very soon, my friend. Talk to you very soon. Peace. Much love to everybody. Much love to absolutely everybody.